This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. doing all right you having a good start to your day to your week you ready to hang out for a couple of hours here on the workday red zone thank you for tuning in with us on the tickets radio network as always all over your radio dial and also online at 95.3 the ticket.com Reminded that you can take us with you on the go. What you do there is you download the EAB Media Group app. That ticket logo is going to be right there on the front page. Easy to find. Click on that. Click on Listen Live. And uh, again, just take us with you wherever you may be. If you would like to shout at us today, 870-930-3776. That's the number on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. And uh, give us a ring or reach out on social. Facebook.com slash The Ticket Radio is one place to find us. Also, on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie is another. Just use that hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara Richie. I'm joined in studio today by producer Ryan James. Yep, good to be here. So everybody present and accounted for and ready to settle in. What do we got coming up today? It's Tuesday. So that means, uh, like so many other Tuesdays before, we're going to have a chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. Very much looking forward to that. He'll be in studio with us at 1.30. And then in the meantime, we've also got a couple of audio segments want to throw at you. want to make sure everybody's getting up to speed on everything going on in A-State Athletics this week. So we've got uh, some clips to share with you from A-State men's basketball coach Brian Hodson. We've got some clips to share with you from A-State football coach Butch Jones. And... I think that's about it. Let's go through some headlines here. And then we'll throw out the KavanaughCars.com question and go from there. Uh, <laughs> what do we got going on today? Of course, uh, the big thing going on today is the fact that Arkansas State men's basketball is finally at home. After opening up the 2023-24 season with its first two games on the road, the Red Wolves are going to host first-time opponent at Alcorn State tonight at First National Bank Arena. A-State, of course, searching for its first win of the season. Game time at 7. Pre-game coverage at 6.30. And, of course, that will be on 107.9 K-Fine and across the EAB Red Wolves Sports Network. Elsewhere, 14th-ranked Arkansas men's basketball moved to 3-0 and up with an 86-77 winner over Old Dominion last night at Bud Walton Arena. Makai Mitchell, one of five Hogs in double figures. He turned in a 15-point, 10-rebound double-double. In NBA news, the Grizzlies looking to notch back-to-back wins as they play at the L.A. Lakers tonight in group play for the NBA in-season tournament. We're going to have that game for you here on the, the ticket. Of course, obviously being in L.A., it's going to be a late start and that one does not tip off until almost my bedtime, 9.30. <laughs> so for you night owls, uh, you can listen to that one, uh, all of that one, here on the ticket. I, uh, I'm personally going to be lucky to make it till halftime. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. Hey, let's throw out a KavanaughCars.com question. What will be A-State football's record in its final two games? That's it. There's two games left. 
So we want your bold prediction on how these are going to shake out for the Red Wolves. Of course, this Saturday, it's against Texas State. Next Saturday, it is on the road at Marshall. So that means you got three options. You can see A-State can go, we'll, we'll go 2-0. We'll go 1-1 one and one or go over. Pretty easy stuff. Uh, fits into a poll question nicely on Twitter when you've only got three options. Look, Saturday is one of the most important games that has been played at Centennial Bank Stadium in, in a long, long time. There is so much that is on the line, both in terms of bowl eligibility and then also in the fact that you would show that this program continues to show improvement. I feel like growth has been maybe a key phrase or key key phrase or, or, or key parts of, of the year. Progress, just taking a step forward. And there really just has not been a game like this in terms of intensity level, in terms of what's on the line uh, for for a little bit now. There there wasn't a game with this high of stakes last year. There wasn't in 2021. I, I don't recall there being one in, in 20, with that being a, a season that ended 4-8. and eight. So you got to go back several years. Now, I know that obviously this is not going to be a game that decides a conference title or a division title or anything like that. But flashing back to the season, when asked what would make you happy as a fan, when we asked that to you all over and over, the answer was a bowl trip. And A-State has a wonderful opportunity to clinch one of those this Saturday and to do it in Jonesboro in front of the home fans. Uh, there's a ton of, of stuff going to be happening that day, but most importantly, you get to watch the Red Wolves. And it's also another opportunity for A-State to snap a streak and continue to show that this program is keeping up with so many other rapidly improving programs in the Sun Belt. This is in terms of Texas State coming up on Saturday. Another series that A-State dominated for years until the Bobcats managed to flip the script in 2020. Now, none of the wins for Texas State have been of the of the dominant type. In fact, two of the last three wins were decided by field goals in the final minute. And Another one was decided with about two minutes left. So so it's not like these games have, have been blowouts on the Texas State side of things. I mean, in 21, 22, excuse me, in 20, 21, and 22, these games were decided by two points, two points, and three points, respectively. But still, any type of lengthy losing streak, and I consider three years long enough, uh, you want to you get that flipped. You want to get that going in a good direction. The weather for Saturday is going to be awesome. I'm pretty sure if you looked up, if there is a listing for football weather in the dictionary, it would come with Saturday's forecast. It's going to be sunny all day. Not a single chance of precipitation. A very, very light wind. I know it swirls there at Centennial Bank Stadium, so windy days can be tough, but we're not going to be dealing with that. No rain, no significant wind, and it's going to be 57 degrees. So when that game kicks off, 
on Saturday at 2 o'clock, you're going to need to, well, if you're like me and, and you're a little bit chilly, you're going to need a hoodie. And then you're going to need a light jacket later on that evening when you're walking to the car. But that is, again, just absolutely amazing, amazing weather uh, for a late November game in Jonesboro. And then additionally, you get to say thank you to Arkansas State's 11 seniors that will be participating in their final game in Jonesboro. Some of these guys we only got to see for a season or maybe two. Some of these other guys we've gotten to see for their entire career. But the seniors at A-State will be recognizing on Saturday at 1.35, so 25 minutes prior to kickoff, are going to be Micah Bland, Jalen Cunningham, Jeff Foreman, Thurman Gathers, Hamilton Hall, Sammy Johnson, Leon Jones, William Pristop, J.T. Shrout, Eddie Smith, and Brian Sneed. So again, 1.35 is when they will pay tribute to the seniors. And then after that, It'll be game time just a little bit later with uh, so much, so much on the line. Again, our CavanaughCars.com question today. What will be A-State football's record in its final two games? We'll let you think on that for just a little bit, but we got hoops on tap tonight at First National Bank Arena. So clearly, I want to dive into that conversation just a little bit when we come back. But we're going to have open phone lines uh, for a lot of today's show, and that includes... During the break and in the next segment, 870-930-3776, the number to reach us at on the Right Fiber Hotline. will return right after this on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Local Tire and Wheel has Veterans Day deals all this month. And in honor of our veterans, everyone who buys new tires or new wheels in November is getting the local Tire and Wheel military discount. That means everyone gets 25% off in-stock tires and in-stock wheels all this month at Local Tire and Wheel. It's our way of saying thank you to those who have served. Get four brand new tires today with nine months same as cash. Payments to fit your budget, no credit check, and everyone approved. I mean, why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine months to pay? Plus, all local tire and wheel deals include roadside assistance and our road hazard protection program. And we offer $50 in referral cash back. Plus, this month, everyone gets our military discount, which is 25% off in-stock tires and in-stock wheels. Plus nine months, same as cash. Payments to fit every budget, no credit check, and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireandWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel, Jonesboro, Arkansas. Some folks might be able to buy that fancy brand new car, but the majority of us are just looking for something we can afford. Well, Magnet Motor Company can help. If you're looking for an affordable car, truck, or SUV that you can buy wholesale, if you have fixed income, bad credit, good credit, or just need to build your credit, Magnet Motor Company has you covered. You can pay with cash. You can pay by credit card. Our Magnet can finance. Check out our inventory at MagnetMotorCo.com and give us a call at 215-0077 and let us put you in your next ride. Magnet Motor Company, Highway 49 South in Paragool. Catch two Big Red Wolves games with just one big ticket, November 17th and 18th. A-State host Arkansas in women's basketball action Friday night at 7. Then you can redeem your ticket to that big in-state matchup for a free ticket to Saturday's 2 o'clock home football game against Texas State. Get your Thanksgiving week started with a bang. See the Red Wolves in two big games with just one big ticket Friday and Saturday. Go to astateredwolves.com slash tickets or call 870-972-3882 and we'll see you there with your Wolves up. I'm Bob Moore, president of Moore Air Conditioning. 
We are a rapidly growing HVAC company looking to hire passionate and motivated team members. We are hiring for multiple positions with competitive pay. So if you have the desire to help people and are ready to be part of a family, not just a job, apply today. Don't wait. Call 870-336-2023 to apply or find out more about our open interview days. even know why I'm calling right now. I'm sorry. Um, my thoughts are going a mile a minute. No matter how you served. I left the service last year. My mom just passed away a few months ago. I missed so much time with her. No matter what you're going through. Before I knew what to expect every day. And now I have so many decisions to make. I keep getting calls about the bills, and I'm trying to get a job, but I feel so stuck. We are here for you. Okay, ma'am, I'm glad you called. Let's stay on the line and walk through some things. If you or a veteran in your life is experiencing thoughts of suicide, dial 988, then press 1 to reach the Veterans Crisis Line. Hi, Grandma. Can Nina come over for dinner? Sure. I've been meaning to ask you, what would happen if someone offered you a drink? Grandma! If anyone ever does, I want you to say, no, I have too much respect for my family and I don't want to get in trouble. I promise, Grandma. They really do hear you. For tips on what to say, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. That's underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. This message brought to you by SAMHSA and this station. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Red Zone. It's Kara and Ryan with you on a Tuesday. A lot coming up today. Uh, as we get ready for hoops tonight, A-State football coming up this weekend. We'll touch on both. Of course, conversation with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, coming up later on as well. Uh, but for today's KavanaughCars.com question, we're taking your bold prediction for how the final two games of the A-State football season will play out. What will the Red Wolves record be over the last two? 2-0, 1-1, or over? That's it. Those are your three choices. Uh, pretty Pretty simple, I guess. If you uh, if you vote one and one, and you and you want to tell us which one is a win and which one is a loss, hey, that's all right too. Uh, but uh, totally up to you on on how you weigh in on that one. Eight seven zero nine three zero three seven seven six. The number to call in the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Of course, Right Fiber is an internet provider that's different in all of the right ways. No contracts, no hidden fees, and you get unlimited data. Check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. Again, big one coming up Saturday at Centennial Bank Stadium. Big one coming up tonight at First National Bank Arena. I'm just really glad to be able to see this team uh, in person again. Of course, it's been since the two exhibition games since we've been able to see the Red Wolves on the court. And since then, they've gone off. The season has started. They've played a couple 
on the road at Wisconsin at Bowling Green. Haven't gone the Red Wolves way, but I'm kind of hoping tonight that maybe a return to the friendly confines of First National Bank Arena will be maybe the cure for, for what has been ailing this team a little bit since they have been out on the road. Uh, now, I say the cure for what ails this team. Part of what ails this team is just poor health right now or poor luck in terms of injury, I guess I should say. And we'll hear some comments from Brian Hodson coming up in a little bit that elaborate more on that. I don't think just being at home, unfortunately, is going to be the cure for that for A-State. But hopefully with a more familiar environment, this A-State team can get back on track in, in doing what it is supposed to be doing, executing the game plan, uh, and uh, working on some defense a little bit in this one. It's it's not going to be easy. Uh, Alcorn State, you know, you when you look at, at SWAC schools and you look at previous year records, they're always a little bit misleading because of the fact that typically there's there's usually a lot of money games that are involved in the beginning of the season. And a lot of times the, these programs will have uh, tough records uh, to, to get things started. And so far, Alcorn has played two games. They are one and one. One of those was against the University of Arkansas in the season opener. And that was a 59, or excuse me, a 93-59 setback. Then they played Xavier, uh, Louisiana. No, 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 no. Xavier University of Louisiana. There we go, if I can spit that out right. Uh, in, in their second game. And that is a... Trying to find it here. An NAIA program. And Alcorn was able to get a 70-62 to 62 winner there. That being said, this is a program that is, that is used to a decent amount of success. They've won back-to-back regular season SWAC titles. And they've got some guys that have been scoring at a, at a pretty good clip so far. I'm interested to see, you know, what A-State can can do uh, in a game where they don't have to, to face some kind of a behemoth. Uh, you know, you look at that Wisconsin roster, clearly uh, the Red Wolves had a significant size disadvantage. They also had to battle past a seven foot three dude against Bowling Green as well. And so the size uh, factor should be a little bit more even tonight. But more than anything else, I, again, I just want to see this A-State team get back on track and, and do what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, there's a couple of things that Coach Brian Hodson has has mentioned um, in, in his past couple of post games or in his past couple of, of media Zooms where it's just kind of made it sound like like this team, when it's faced a little bit of adversity, it's gotten a little bit out of sorts. And we've seen that happen in both of the team's previous games. In both it, it, in the game at Wisconsin, the game at Bowling Green, both, you had a couple, just a couple of runs that ultimately doomed the Red Wolves. In both cases, uh, the team started really slow, and we'll hear a comment from Hodson about that moving forward. And, you know, it was, what, a 13-2 to start, I want to say, at Wisconsin, somewhere really close to that as well. At Bowling Green, 15-3, to somewhere in that neighborhood. So you shoot yourself in the foot right out of the gate. With both, uh, you know, some some shots that aren't falling, but then to compound the issue, you get back on defense and you're just not getting stops. The individual defense is something that I don't think Coach Hodson has been been very pleased with in these first two games. So you take a, a bad issue with some missed shots and make it worse by not executing on defense, and then that is how 
A-State's <laughs> runs have been going in the wrong direction, or I guess the, the opposing team's runs on A-State has been more of, of the factor. It's just been... It's just been a, a little bit of a tough start. And and not to say, you know, this totally changes the perception on the season that it is because I do feel like this is going to be a significantly improved season. It just it just makes you wonder when that starts showing up from a win-loss perspective. And it could be conference play because, honestly, that might be how long it takes to get this team healthy, which is frustrating. But uh, it is what it is. There, there's just nothing you can do there. You've got kind of some fluky things going on uh, with this A-State team in, in terms of health and in terms of injury. I am curious uh, about a couple things, you know, coming up tonight in, in terms of what we'll see. One is is the starting lineup, you know, how, if at all, that gets tweaked because Coach Hodson has, you know, said that, well, one, he said uh, he might continue to tweak that a little bit. So far in these first two games, we've seen in, uh, a couple, three guys that have been out there starting for both, but then also some adjustments as well. Caleb Fields, of course, has been out there starting both games, as has Freddie Hicks. So you know a couple of the guards that are going to be out there. But in Game 1, it was Darian Ford, Avery Feltz, and Isaiah Nelson. In Game 2, it was Taryn Todd, DeAndre Dominguez, and Ledoux LeCou. Uh Isaiah Nelson is is still a, a bright talent, and, and he's just got a different level of energy. But... When he gets fouls, unfortunately, he seems to to get them a lot of times in in a hurry. And that's been a little bit of an issue in the very early going. So we've seen LeCou come in. LeCou is is a guy who is maybe a little bit more raw than some of his teammates. But when things go well for him, it seems like uh, it's just a little bit of a game changer in terms of his rim defense. And then also when he gets to fall, he's got a gorgeous hook shot. So there's a few different things he can do there. Uh, in the lineup. Todd, of course, we saw uh, his first start last Saturday at Bowling Green, and he responded with a all-around effort. Uh, but the thing that got your attention, of course, was was the 31 points from Todd, uh, where he just uh, really did not seem like he could miss. Took a lot of shots, had a lot of them fall. So what will that starting lineup look like tonight? I'm going to go out on a limb and say, uh, Caleb Fields and, and Freddie Hicks will be in it. Knock on wood, assuming health. But how will those other uh, three players, what will that look like coming up tonight against Alcorn State? 7 o'clock again is when that one will tip off. 6.30 is your pregame. We'll talk more about it here in just a moment, which will include also some some uh, some clips from A-State men's basketball coach Brian Hodson. But... And even to continue to, to remind everybody about what's going on Saturday at Centennial Bank Stadium as we pivot back to football for just a moment. And I, I think I, I don't I don't want to speak for everybody. I, I don't know what you guys are the most excited about this weekend, uh, in terms of the off the field stuff. Cause clearly like the, the big picture thing is to to hopefully watch A State get bowl eligible. But there's also some other cool stuff going on. And I know a lot of you are really interested in that DeMario Davis bobblehead. I am really interested in that DeMario Davis bobblehead. So here is here is how that's going to work. Beginning at 11.30 a.m. Saturday, fans can claim a voucher 
at the A-State Athletics tent in Tailgate City that will guarantee them one of 1,000 bobbleheads being given away. So there are 250 of those vouchers available in Tailgate City at the A-State Athletics tent. The remaining bobbleheads will be issued to the first 750 fans through the stadium gate. So this is a get there early type of game. The bobbleheads will be available through gate W2 on the west side of the stadium. So that's the, the main gate, right? It's, it's opposite from the Pines, main gate, west side of stadium. And then when you get that voucher, they're going to hand you a voucher when you walk in, gate W2. Then you're going to need to redeem it at that location by 1.30. Also for the students, you need to be on the student deck because the first 100 A-State students are going to receive a free bobblehead with their student ID. There's a lot of other stuff coming on. We'll make uh, coming up in, in regards to this game, and, and we'll make sure you're, you're informed on all of it. But some of you I know like your memorabilia, like like I do, and uh, I'm excited for this. I think I, I saw earlier from the official Arkansas State Red Wolves account that coming up later on this afternoon, they'll they'll tweet out a first look. At that DeMario Davis bobblehead. I'm going to let you know that uh, I reached out to some sources earlier. And I have seen a picture. And it's pretty darn cool. As soon as we see that officially posted on social media. Obviously there will be retweets and heads up and, and all of that. I'm I'm very very excited about the bobblehead. I mean it's gonna go it's gonna go right next to my little mini Centennial Bank Stadium that they that they gave out last home game. Have loved the giveaways this year from A State Athletics. Hey uh, let's step aside though. We're going to circle back around to a basketball conversation. We're just gonna be back and forth all day. This is what this is how my mind works with ADHD by the way. We're just gonna go back and forth from topic. So I hope everybody can keep up but uh, more basketball talk on tap after the break, including some audio with men's basketball coach Brian Hodson. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Rice prices starting to fall a bit. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAP Ag Network with your EAP New Market Report. December corn at 477 and a quarter unchanged with March corn at 493 up a quarter. November soybeans at 1365 and three quarters down two and a quarter with January soybeans 1384 and a half up two. December wheat at 576 and a half down two and a half with March wheat at 601 and a quarter down one. December cotton at 7912 up 164 with March cotton at 8149 up 202. January rice at 1663 and a half down 11 cents with March rice at 1688 down eight. Moving on to livestock now, December live cattle 177.52 and a half up 260. February live cattle 178.67 and a half up 342 and a half. November feeder cattle 230.50 down 22 and a half. January feeder cattle 230.37 and a half up 207 and a half. December lane hogs at 72.40 down 95. February hogs at 76.07 and a half also down 95. 
That's your EAB New Market Report brought to you by Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC, field tested and farmer approved. When choosing a lender for your agricultural business, it's smart to stay local. Farmers and Merchants Bank is rooted in Arkansas soil and has been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years. Our community ties and knowledge of East Arkansas's ag industry ensure we can offer the best solutions to help you grow. Specialized products, competitive rates, and fast local service. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, growing your business is our business. Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The landscape of media has changed, and people are more skeptical than ever about where they get their news and information. While major news outlets show decreasing credibility, your local farm radio station still shows strong marks. In a recent survey, farmers rated information from their farm broadcasters twice as credible as major news outlets. Farm Radio continues to be timely, accurate, and credible. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. Hey y'all, Matthew Cox here at Cox Implement. Have we got a deal for you? Now through the end of November only, you can save up to an extra $2,500 off our already rock-bottom pricings on all Massey Ferguson 2600H series tractors in stock. Plus, lock in 0% financing with no money down. This is the best deal of the year, and when limited tractors left in stock, it won't last long. Hurry on down to any of our three locations in Hoxie, Highland, or Jonesboro. Cox Implement, equipment you can count on, people you can trust. Nebo Auto Center, your original new car alternative, has been a Northeast Arkansas staple for over 20 years. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, go see the experienced, hassle-free staff at Nebo. With a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget, check out the inventory and apply for credit online at NeboAuto.com. And go see them at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. Just look for the red roof. We go Nebo. Hey, dude, you won't believe it. We sold our house and we made a fortune. No way. How'd you find out it was worth that much? We used this awesome website, arhomevalue.com. It was a game changer. It's brought to you by Dustin White Realty. They know their stuff. Plus, arhomevalue.com is quick and easy to use. Don't miss out on getting top dollar for your home. Go to arhomevalue.com today. Brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Top dollar for your home sale is just a click away. arhomevalue.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Anita Chandra with today's tip for kids from the American Academy of Pediatrics. Recent cases of measles in the United States have caused serious illness and have many parents concerned. This virus is incredibly contagious. If your child is not vaccinated, they're likely to get the measles if they're exposed. The good news is the measles vaccine is very safe and effective. Remember, the best way to protect your children, your family, and your community is to be immunized. If you have questions, talk with your pediatrician or visit HealthyChildren.org. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 9303776. I throw that out there out of habit. So and and I apologize actually hold hold off. Hold off on the phones for just a moment because I want to dive into some comments here from A State men's basketball coach Brian Hodson ahead of the Red Wolves home opener tonight against Alcorn State, seven o'clock at First National Bank Arena. We'll start here where Coach Hodson starts as he recaps the Day at Bowling Green talks about the status of this team and, and what's ahead tonight. 
in this home matchup. Tough loss for us on Saturday at Bowling Green against a like opponent. Um, I think Bowling Green's pretty similar to us, and and Todd Simon did a great job. I thought our, our guys competed. I thought we had two stretches um, that cost us the game, and that was the stretch out of the gate. Um, I think they ended up up 15 to three and then a stretch in the second half where we uh, couldn't get a stop and then took two poor poor shots on the other end so big message over the last couple days has been about our discipline obviously we're not fully healthy um, but we were good enough to beat that team uh, without being fully healthy so um, you know we we've got to go back to the drawing board no overreaction here from me um you know, going on the road to start your two your your year against two Division One opponents, one being a very like mid major, and the other being a Big Ten um, uh, Big Ten power uh, is is not easy. I don't think uh, it's only second time since uh, 2013 or 2014 that Arkansas State hasn't played a non Division One in their first four games, and the first time since '99. Uh, 2000 that Arkansas State's uh, not playing a 91 period. Uh, so we knew our schedule was going to be tough. Um, I thought Saturday was a game that we could have and should have won. I hate to say should have because we lost um, and lost to a good coach. But uh, good, good for good for us as far as uh, film and, and being able to go back and um, really dive in and, and see our weaknesses and um, and, and get better. One quick note that does not have to do with last Saturday's game or tonight's game is uh, another member of that the 2024 signing class that we have not heard Coach Hodson comment on. Of course, uh, the very first signee last Wednesday was Josh Hill, and we had a Zoom with Coach Hodson that day. He talked about Hill, his addition to the program. Well, the next day, uh, it was announced that Arshon King had signed with A-State men's basketball and and so wanted to get coach Hodson's thoughts on his addition to the program Arshon King we're, we're thrilled about really really excited about him. I mean we recruited him at Alabama uh, this is the second kid we were able to sign in this class that had an offer uh, from my time at Alabama Arshon is a six six and a half six seven um, physical specimen um, he's played at the highest level he was a Really good on the EYBL circuit for Mocan. Um, played last year at Link Academy, won a national championship uh, against the best competition in the country. Um, he, I, honestly, the best comparison um, would be he's got a lot of uh, Norshad to him. Um, kind of a six 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 seven uh, bowl. I mean, he he can play multiple positions. You can play him as a small ball five. You can play him at the four. You can play him at the three. He can make an open jumper. And he's an elite rebounder, um, and can can guard multiple multiple positions. More importantly, uh, and, and then, I mean, he's if you see him physically, he's, he might be stronger uh, than than ninety five percent of the guys we have on the roster right now as a senior in high school. So, um, really looking forward to get the opportunity to coach him. Uh, local kid, obviously from Memphis, um, uh, who's excited ab- uh, about coming here to Arkansas State and. Um, we were really fortunate to to get him in this early signing period. There was something else I was going to say about that, and my mind just totally went blank. It, it happens. I, I will tell you, with, with 
you know, Arshon King playing with, with Bartlett. That's going to be a team that is in Jonesboro coming up for the Hurricane Classic, which uh, just first off, you get to see Jonesboro in action if you roll out to that, but then several other good teams they always bring in as well. I know that bracket is out there in a couple of different places, so we'll uh, we'll continue to remind you when Arshon is going to be in Jonesboro and when you can see him. Uh, back to, you know, what's currently going on with, with this year's Red Wolves squad. It has just been... <laughs> It's when has this team been healthy? Uh, they've yet to be healthy in the Brian Hansen era, which I know is officially a very short window, just two two games. But even going back to this summer, you know, you had you had Terrence Ford that that had surgery. You've had some other guys with bumps and bruises, and then Coach Hansen's about to tell you that it seems like you you get a dude back only for him to go down again. And he talks about the status right now of this team from a, a health perspective. Just need to get some bodies back. I, I think Terrence Ford will be huge for us. I mean. Caleb Fields um, wasn't able to practice the two days leading up to the Bowling Green game, uh, sprained his ankle uh, pretty good um, three days before and uh, wasn't able to practice and, and showed up. And, you know, I think he played a part in that slow start. He wasn't really turning the corner and um, trying to get downhill, but it was because his ankle was really hurting him and he fought through it and we got him out and loosened it up a little bit more. And then he was able to endure through for the rest of the game. But, um, I mean, not having him healthy, uh, Laquil Hardnett probably got himself to about 60, 70%. Um, and then the other day, uh, two days before the Bowling Green game in practice, uh, went up for a tip dunk uh, on an offensive rebound, landed on a teammate's foot and has a, a very severe ankle sprain. So now we'll be down Laquil Hardnett for, uh, three to four weeks. Um, and, uh, but hopefully we can get Terrence Ford here back pretty soon. Uh, he'll he'll be a huge addition to our backcourt. He's really uh, kind of that that uh, vocal leader that we need as well. So um, hopefully get him back here shortly. With with Terrence Ford, you know there are some additional comments that Coach Hanson made that that we're not going to air, but basically just talked about you know he is a guy that is is day-to-day I don't know if that day could be today or if that day could be Friday or when we'll finally get to see him on the court for a state I will tell you that Terrence Ford you know two days ago uh, tweeted out the soon emoji and I'm going to hope that means you know soon he's going to be returning to the court and not soon he's got like a test or something sometimes you never know with with college kids and what emojis they're using surely surely he's talking about getting back out there for for a state uh with this team so far and it's i went to start one of the things that has plagued the red wolves as we mentioned in the previous segment has been some slower starts uh outscored 13 to 2 early on in that game at wisconsin and then it was a 15 to 3 start for bowling green last Saturday before the Red Wolves were able to kind of get it going. So ask Coach Hodson, all right, what do, you, what, what do you tweak here to try and avoid the slow starts that have plagued you so far? Starting lineup change, um, you know, we're, we're, we're flirting with different lineups. Man, there's so much, like, you, as a coach, you just sit and wonder, you know, these were two very different scenarios at Wisconsin and at Bowling Green. A little bit of the slow, slow start at Wisconsin, you know, if I'm being honest, I mean, they made three ridiculously tough shots. I mean, the, the turnaround jumper, a running jump hook against uh, Bowling Green, we just didn't come out with a sense of urgency. 
And so getting our guys and, and 11 new faces and a whole new team and a whole new coaching staff to understand the sense of urgency that it takes on every single possession to win a game at that level on the road. Bowling Green's a really good team. I mean, they're they're 2-0, and uh, they've played their first two games at home, which is nice. Uh, but again, a team that, that I think we can beat. And so just understanding that we got to play every single game with a, a sense of urgency, every possession of every game, uh, and we're going to change – We've changed a little, a few things in practice. Um, not a ton you can change pregame because at Wisconsin, we played at 7 p.m. at Bowling Green. I was a little nervous. We didn't, it's one of my few times in 16 years, we didn't have an opportunity to shoot in their facility until we arrived pregame. Uh, they didn't give us a shooting time the night before, and we didn't get a walkthrough uh, morning of or shoot around morning of. Uh, because of a noon tip. So uh, when we pulled in that arena uh, for the game, that was the first time our guys got on that floor and got to get shots up, but wasn't an excuse for for the slow start. So I think really we got to find a lineup that understands how, how much every possession means and, and, and how to play with a sense of urgency. Continuing on here tonight's opponent, the Braves of Alcorn State. Uh, Coach Hodson weighs in on the challenge that they will be and then also just kind of how they compare stylistically to the first couple of opponents the Red Wolves have faced. As far as Alcorn State, they're polar opposite of what we've played uh, the last two games. Uh, they they uh, are really unconventional on both both ends of the floor. Um, they're going to play some uh, tandem 2-3 zone. Um, they're they're going to fly around and, and – um, that like defensively, they're extremely scrappy, rugged, tough. He does a great job uh, coaching those guys. Coach Bussy, um, they've won their league the last two years in a row, uh, which is why we scheduled them. Another really good opponent. I mean, not many teams have won their conference uh, regular season back to back like they have, uh, and he he gets those dudes to play hard. Um, offensively, um, they will um, settle for some tough shots and then just try to beat you up on the glass. Uh, and they and they do it to people. So uh, major point of emphasis uh, for us going into this game. Last clip, clip here from Coach Hodson. He talks about what he wants to see in this matchup tonight or in this game tonight from his Red Wolves, and he flashes back to a phrase he's already used a couple of times. The sense of urgency that I just talked about, uh, playing for 40 minutes uh, from the time the ball gets tipped until whenever that buzzer sounds uh, at the end of the game, competing for 40 minutes and not thinking that oh, we're talented enough to, to weather the storm. Well, you, you, you spot someone 12 points to start the game and you lose by six, you know, you really start to question some things. So um, I, I'm more than anything um, looking to find uh, a lineup that competes uh, on both ends of the floor relentlessly uh, to tomorrow night. Again, that was some audio there from A-State men's basketball coach Brian Hodson. Red Wolves tipping off tonight at 7. Uh, so, again, home opener for this team. First chance to see them in person against, you know, a, an opponent that, that counts in a game that counts. It's not exhibition play. And uh, hoping to see good stuff tonight. Obviously, we'll recap whatever happens tonight coming up on tomorrow's show. But uh, we need to go ahead and step aside and take a break. Phone lines will be open during the break at 870-930-3776. We'll be back right after this here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone.
I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. In the NFL, sometimes being good doesn't cut it. The league is about titles, not playoff appearances. And if a coach fails to deliver, that often leads to their dismissal. After the Buffalo Bills dropped to 5-5 five and five last night with a loss to the Broncos, Sean McDermott may be on the hot seat. But he won't be on the hot seat for his poor coaching. He's won just under 63% of his games throughout his time in Buffalo. It's his inability to get his team over the top. McDermott has played a large role in turning this franchise around, but sometimes tough decisions need to be made in order to win a title. After constructing the Golden State Warriors, Mark Jackson was let go in favor of Steve Kerr. He helped the Warriors win four titles. After three straight playoff losses with Tony Dungy, the Buccaneers transitioned to John Gruden. Gruden helped lead the Buccaneers to the Super Bowl the following year. So while McDermott deserves a lot of credit for reviving the Bills after seven seasons, it could be time for a change. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. If you like using debit over credit, don't you think it's time you also got rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases. Plus, you're not charged any account fees, period. Whether you're moving, starting a new job, or headed into that next stage of your life, whatever it is, Discover Cashback Debit is for everyone. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Worn-out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. TireRack.com reminds you to inspect your tires regularly. Grab a quarter, stick it in the tread, and if you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Go to my page, TireRack.com slash Dan. Use the Tire Decision Guide to find the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of general tires and tread confidently. TireRack.com. TireRack.com is the way tire... It's the Kavanaugh Black Friday Blowout. Going on now at Kavanaugh Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. The biggest savings and best selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Get up to $16,000 off MSRP on a new 2023 Ram Mega Cab four-wheel drive. Or a new 2023 Jeep Compass four-wheel drive. Now just $29,740. Or a new 2023 Jeep Wagoneer. Now up to $2,500 off MSRP. Don't miss the Black Friday Blowout at Kavanaugh Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Or KavanaughCDJR.com. Tech troubles can drive you up the wall. You Break I Fix at 1605 Red Wolf Boulevard is here to help. Cracked phone screen? Don't worry. You Break I Fix is your one-stop solution for all things tech. We specialize in fixing broken phone screens and more. Laptop won't work? Don't toss it out. Bring it to You Break I Fix where our tech experts will have it running like new in no time. Gaming system acting up? No need to pause your gaming adventures. Trust You Break I Fix to get your gaming system repaired quickly and affordably. Visit You Break I Fix at 1605 Red Wolf Boulevard today and let us fix it all. You Break I Fix, where we make your tech headaches disappear. It doesn't matter if you need to stock up for a holiday gathering, stock up after a holiday gathering, or pick up something for the grown-up on your gift list. It's always worth the drive to Mr. T's at Riverside. Mr. T's has the coldest beer at the best prices, with more than 200 flavors from around the world. And there are lots of gift sets available this holiday season. And Mr. T's is open 365 days a year. Any time of year, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. In Cardwell and in Red Onion, Missouri. Mr. T's at Riverside. Meet Keith, loving dad, board game champ, bus driving pro. I drive 65,000 miles in my bus each year. If people knew what I know, lives could be saved. Like how there are some things I simply can't see. On my route the other day, a car tried to sneak past me and ends up right in my blind spot. I turned slowly, so I accidentally avoided it. But no car should be in the blind spot for a 40,000-pound bus. It's our roads. It's our safety. Visit www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. 
Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. A couple of minutes left in this noon hour. We can open back up to the phones at 8709-303-776. What is A-State football's record going to be down the stretch? Uh, will they win their final two games, lose their final two games, split those two games? Right now, one and one is in the lead in terms of our poll question at Kara underscore Richie. And uh, that is how 42.5% of you have voted so far. Uh, so you can vote there. You can chime in with us on the phones. Jeff uh, Butch Jones, FYI, going through his weekly media address out on the A-State campus. And so if we see anything of note in terms of his comments, we'll make sure and pass that along to you. Thank you. <laughs> I think if I was a coach by week 11, I'd be on autopilot. Uh, and, and not that I'm saying that, that Coach Jones is by any stretch of the imagination. And obviously, you're, every week the opponent is different. You're recapping a different game. But in terms of some questions and answers, I feel like you'd, you'd get to be a little bit of a broken record after a, a certain point in time. Now, again, Coach Jones is not. And we'll hear some comments from him coming up in the first segment of the 1 o'clock hour and check in on on the status of this team and and what's ahead for the Red Wolves on Saturday, other than just DeMario Davis bobblehead day and absolutely stunningly perfect football weather. Looking around some other sports headlines, news, notes, this, that, the other. Uh, Major League Baseball, if any of you care, they're, they're doing their awards this week, and they did announce the Rookie of the Year winners yesterday. And no surprise that it was Corbin Carroll of Arizona, Gunnar Henderson from the Orioles. Both actually unanimous selections, which is not something that we see a lot. In fact, just the fifth time that both of these selections were unanimous. The first since 2017, that was Cody Bellinger and Aaron Judge who were winners then. I guess I just wanted to take this quick second to once again complain about the timing of Major League Baseball's awards. I, I just I, I hate how this sport so often makes itself irrelevant. I, I spend, as you have probably noticed, if if you follow me on social media, I spend an absurd amount of time on social media. It's probably actually a little bit unhealthy, and by social media, I, I pretty much mean mean Twitter. But yet, when these awards were announced, which was just yesterday, I don't feel like I saw anybody talking about it. These are major awards for your sport, and it is generating no national conversation. And that is so frustrating that the powers that be continue to just put baseball in a situation where you're you're not generating any conversation, you're not getting new eyeballs on your sport. These should be two players that, that cert- not that you're going to like build the sport around them, but they should be generating conversation. These are guys that you look at as, as some of the future stars of your sport. And there's just, there's just nothing out there. Uh, this will continue to be the trend over the next few days as baseball continues to 
announce more of its major award winners, and those announcements get met nationally with a big shrug. I know there's not a perfect time for it. There, there's never going to be a time where it's perfect for everybody. It makes sense for everybody. It, it drowns out any and all other conversation. That's that's not going to happen, especially when your your marquee games are in the fall and they're going up against football. But at least move them up a little bit. At least throw out throw out your your major award winners during the postseason. Do it on an off day between the championship series and the World Series. So that way you've got a couple of minutes to to recognize your high-profile guys ahead of the World Series, and you, you fly them into whatever World Series city you're at and, and give them the trophy there on the field or whatever. And if it's a player that's still in it, even better. So, again, baseball, please just... Man, just do something to get people to talk about you in a positive way. By the way, with the Rookie of the Year voting, I guess I, I just assumed that I, I, I knew Jordan Walker wasn't going to win. I certainly didn't think anything like that. Uh, this has been Corbin Carroll's award since since May, if not the even earlier, if not like the first week of the season. He's been the front runner in the National League for forever and forever and forever. I guess I just thought that maybe Jordan Walker would get like a vote. Somewhere in there. I mean, he had a pretty good rookie season. Did he not? I mean, he batted in the 270s. Uh, somewhere in that neighborhood. Let's pull up Jordan Walker's stats. He batted 276. He drove in at 51 runs. Scored 51 runs. Had a decent on-base percentage and slugging percentage. So again, I, I guess I thought that somewhere in there he would he would get a vote. But he did not. Not even, not one single solitary vote. So, uh, we'll just have to see what he does next for his career. I do continue to think it's going to be a bright career uh, moving forward. Award voting notwithstanding. I did look, you know, I, I looked at some of the guys that did get votes. And and it's pretty, this is pretty much the Homer part of me speaking out. Because you look at guys who finished in, in the top 10 in voting, James Outman, Nolan Jones, Matt McClain, Spencer Steer. I went back and, and looked at a lot of their stats, and and, and I get it. Uh, some really good statistics, some good batting average, wins above replacement, you name it. So, again, uh, I, I ultimately understand why Jordan Walker didn't get a vote. I just am a little bit sad regardless. Would have liked to have seen a little bit more love for his rookie year. but uh, But that's all right. Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk to you uh, a little bit more about some A-State football. Again, a huge one coming up on Saturday. There's a ton of promotions. There's some great storylines. The depth chart is out. <laughs> and uh, we've also got a couple of clips from A-State head football coach Butch Jones to share with you as well. Also coming up in Hour 2, Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, will be with us at 1.30. So that's on the slate. Hope you keep it here with us. And we'll return right after this break here on The Ticket.
This is Willow's Wall, your Tuesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brian J. Plans to Tire Service. It's the home debut of Brian Hodson's Arkansas State men's basketball team tonight as the Red Wolves take on Alcorn State at First National Bank Arena. The Red Wolves 0-2 after road losses at Wisconsin and Bowling Green State. The tip-off at 7, free game at 6.30 on 107.9 K-Fine and the EB Red Wolves Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. 14th-ranked Arkansas got a tussle from a Sunbelt team last night, but held off Old Dominion 86-77 at Bud Walton Arena in Fayetteville. Makai Mitchell with 15 points and 10 rebounds to lead five hogs in double figures. The Monarchs, Chauncey Jenkins, had a game-high 21 for ODU. And in the NBA, the Grizzlies look to make it back-to-back wins as they continue their western road swing, taking on the Lakers at Crypto.com Arena. Pre-game coverage at 9 o'clock this evening here on the Ticket Radio Network. Bringing you the best deal on tires since 1963. That's Plants and Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Attention, members and guests. It's Live with the Red Wolves, presented by Greenway Equipment, Wednesday from 7 to 8 at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Join head coach Butch Jones and a special player guest and listen along on 107.9 K5. Plus, audience members can win prizes from textbook brokers. It's all at Lost Pizza, Wednesday at 7 during Live with the Red Wolves, presented by Greenway Equipment and sponsored by First Choice Farm and Lawn, Crown Limousine, Magnet Motor Company, Stanley Woodard Law Firm, Vision Care Center, Farmers and Merchants Bank, and Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody Harrelson. Now is the time to save with fallback pricing at Central Buick GMC. Year-end savings are early this year with big deals on 2023 vehicles including $2,500 off all in-stock 2023 GMC Acadias. Central has one of the best selections of new Buicks and GMCs in the area and as always a huge selection of pre-owned vehicles available with one of the largest inventories in Northeast Arkansas. Make sure to check out the all-new 2024 Buick and Vistas now arriving. Central Buick GMC on Parker Road in Jonesboro are online at centralbuickgmc.com. The best time of the year for Arkansas hunters is now. And the absolute best place for hunters is the Camo Shop. The Camo Shop has crazy camo deals to save you crazy cash. Rivers West, Bandit, Arkansas-based Habit, and more. You can outfit the whole family for the absolute lowest prices. And the Camo Shop is your hunting headquarters, carrying all the gear you'll need this year. Check them out on Facebook, or better yet, stop by the Camo Shop inside R&R Farm Equipment at Lawson at Highway 1 South in Jonesboro. Four receivers, twins dive the direction. Ely in the left slide goes in motion. Now Rayner going deep left side, looking for Foreman. Foreman makes the catch inside the five, and he's into the end zone. The Red Wolves look to become bowl eligible Saturday as they host Texas State on Senior Day. And you can hear it all on your home for A-State football, 107.9 K-5. Coverage begins at noon with the Arkansas Ford Dealers Tailgate Show. That's followed by the Centennial Bank pregame show at 1 and kickoff at 2 o'clock. And stay tuned after the game for Wolfhounds, presented by Baird Auto Group, live from the Embassy Suites, Jonesboro. A-State football is sponsored in part by First Choice Farm and Lawn, Jim's Pawn Shop, First Quality Roofing, George Kell Motors, More Air Conditioning, Jonesboro Cycle and ATV, Calmer Solutions, Dustin White Realty, The Social, Arkansas Superstore, Collision Repair, Denzo Manufacturing, and Stanley Woodard Law Firm. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting, like basketball analyst Dick Vitale. I'm going to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join the V Foundation team. 100% of donations fund game-changing cancer research. Donate now at V.org. 
This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Workday Red Zone. We have made it an hour through the day. That means we've got an hour left. Got distracted by some casserole recipes during the break. I'm pre-gaming for next week. I apologize. I've got my game focus back, though, so we're, so we're ready to go here for the second hour in a moment. Uh, we're going to talk a little A-State football with you. It's going to include some clips from A-State head coach Butch Jones coming up at 1.30. We'll check in with a voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. And uh, in the meantime, I want you to weigh in on the KavanaughCars.com question. What will be A-State football's record over its final two games versus Texas State at Marshall? Are you on board with 2-0? and uh, Do you think it's more likely that this team will split the games or will they go 0-4 and fall just shy of bowl eligibility? And again, that's the KavanaughCars.com question. 870-930-3776. I think I already said that. But then again, when you say it so many times during a show, you never can't tell which which segment it is. Uh, Deb chart is out for Game 10. Not very much has, has changed. Almost nothing changes from week to week. But just going from, from last week to this week, there have been a couple changes in the secondary. Uh, no new names on the depth chart, but uh, Eddie Smith, Justin Parks are flipped there at safety. Uh, Justin Hodges, Leon Jones flipped there at corner. So again, there's we're not going to see anything different uh, in, unless, you know, goodness forbid, and I'm going to knock on wood here, there's some kind of injury this week at practice, and, and hopefully uh, that's not going to be the case. I, I know this team is, is beat up. I mean, they're going into game 11. There's not a team right now in college football that is not beat up it's just a question of who can continue to fight through it and how healthy you could possibly be how much you could block out any pain or any bumps and bruises over the course of a game day uh, I do want to look back here quickly at last year's Texas State game that was played in San Marcos which a state lost by the final score of 16 to 13 and really has not been fun in looking back at at these losses from last year. But when you go back and look at that one, you know, clearly when, you, when you've got a day where only 29 points are scored combined, offense was a little bit at a premium. And one of the things that really hindered A-State in that game was their rush attack or, uh, to be more specific, their lack thereof. A-State was only able to run it for 54 yards on the day at Texas State. And average just a little bit over two yards per carry. So it was it was tough all around. It wasn't a day necessarily where where A State beat itself. There were no interceptions. There were no fumbles. There were only uh a couple of penalties for sixteen yards. So for the most part, it was it was a clean game for the Red Wolves, just one where A-State was wildly inefficient on offense. Third down-wise, uh, just 3 of 15, did take advantage of its one opportunity in the red zone in terms of points. Well, excuse me, that sneeze crept up on me out of nowhere. 
did take advantage of it, stripped to the red zone in terms of a field goal, but uh, but didn't have the touchdown there that, that it needed, whereas Texas State went three of three. Really, it kind of just came down to the last drive of the game. Both teams, again, mostly inefficient on offense throughout the course of the day. But when the Bobcats needed him most, Lane Hatcher was able to step up and lead a scoring drive that started at the 26-second mark and at the Texas State 32. And the next thing you know, a couple of big plays later, Texas State was within field goal distance. They did not miss. And they have now won three in a row over A-State. This is a better Texas State team than A-State has faced over the past few years. This is also a better A-State team than Texas State has faced over the past three years. This will be a good indicator for both over on, in terms of which team has is, is made the most progress. All of these games recently against the Bobcats have been really, really close. It was a two-point margin of victory for Texas State in 2020 in San Marcos. 47-45 to was the final there in a game that was won on a touchdown with 34 seconds left. In the 2021 meeting, which was in Jonesboro, A-State was able to score and make it 24-22 with 2 minutes and 12 seconds left on the clock, but cannot complete the two-point conversion. And while they did get another opportunity, that was a game in 2021 where A-State's all-time leading scorer, Blake Groupie, wrapped up his career with a missed 48-yard field goal, which was into the wind. It was, it was not, it was, <laughs> that one, that one you don't really put that much on him. It, it would have been a really, really tough, tough one to make for anybody. But that was the second loss in the three-game skid, and then, of course, we mentioned the one last year, 16-13. to 13. A-State couldn't get it going on offense. It's a better offensive team for A-State. This is a better defensive team for A-State, but again, a better Texas State program as well. I do have a little bit more confidence in A-State, you know, at home uh, right now. We've seen A-State lose to great teams at on the road, uh, very good teams at home. And we've seen A-State beat really bad teams on the road. What we haven't seen yet is A-State beat, you know, an, an average team on the road. Seen them beat an average team at home, but not yet on the road. And that's the next big challenge there for A-State with this one coming up on Saturday. We mentioned 11 seniors that are going to be recognized or already being recognized uh, in this one. Senior day, again, 135 is when that is going to start on the field. Those That ceremony ahead of the 2 o'clock kickoff, but... Do you want to specifically point out a couple, three guys? Jeff Foreman, Sammy Johnson, and Dane Motley. Those three guys came to Arkansas State in 2019. They were members of the 2019 signing class, so obviously that means they, they signed under a different head coach than is currently at A-State, played under a different head coach than is currently at A-State. All have contributed a lot during their careers with different highlight moments here and there. And they're all going to be wrapping it up on Saturday. And I hope they have a really great crowd.
to play for. A lot of promotions, a lot of events coming up. Uh, we'll, we'll continue to keep you informed of those. But in the meantime, just check in at astateredwolves.com if you want to get up to speed right now. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, well, talk a little bit. Let's hear a little bit here from A-State head football coach Butch Jones from his Sunbelt Media call yesterday as he gets everybody caught up on A-State football starts. And we'll start where he started with his opening statement to the media yesterday on that call. You know, was very proud of our players. I thought they showed a competitive grit. Um, it was a game where we had a lot of things uh, not go our way, but we were able to continue to to compete and get the game to a one game, you know, to a a one score possession. And uh, again, made a a penalty at the end of the game that really kind of cost us. But uh, again, I th- I thought our players really showed up. Um, I think you can see the growth and maturity, uh, but really the storylines is we didn't take advantage of really good field position. We had the ball five times on their side of the field and we came away with zero points. And when you play a talented football team such as South Alabama, they're going to make you earn every yard that you get. And, uh, you know, when you look at the double positive, uh, you know, we didn't have very many explosive plays. So again, when you're playing, that talented of a defense, they make you earn everything that you get. So, uh, you know, great, great challenge this week with Texas State, one of the one of the better teams uh, in our conference, and they challenge you schematically. They challenge you uh, with the competency level of their players. So, again, we're going to have to play our best football to have an opportunity on Saturday. Moving on here, Coach Jones was asked about this team's mindset. We talked – a lot about progress, a lot about growth, and clearly this this team believes that it is better and that it can continue to get better. And just talking about, uh, he talks about how important that mindset is for this team in the home stretch. Well, it's helped us immensely, and it's a tribute to our players. And the whole culture is completely different. And you know, this is the fourth time we've taken over a football program, and you know, all four incidences are different and you have to rely on your vast experiences. And, you know, I think we all understand uh, the challenges, many challenges that we had coming in here. And I can't say enough for our coaches and, and our players because, you know, we've had to rechange everything. It's basically being an expansion team from ground zero. And we made a decision to do it really through the high school ranks. And, uh, you know, our players have now been grown in our program, even though they're really in year two um but the work ethic you know that that's what i've been really proud of is just their whole whole mental disposition uh the entire year uh we're a connected football team they trust the coaches they trust each other they hang on every word that you say and they want to do well and so again um you know we're going through the growing pains now of a long football season like every other team but again i've just been proud of their resolve and their resiliency now we have to find ways to win games, uh, you know, and beat quality opponents like South Alabama. But we're night and day different than where we were two years ago. Just a couple more clips to share with you here from Butch Jones. He was asked specifically about a couple of players, one a Red Wolf, one a Bobcat. So he'll start here by talking about Travion Thomas, what he's been able to do lately for the Red Wolves. And then he'll wrap up this comment by talking about T.J. Finley, the quarterback for Texas State? Well, first of all, with Travian Thomas, you know, the best thing you can compliment a player is 
you know, he, he's very consistent. We talk about consistency and performance on a daily basis, and that's what he brings. You know what you're getting every single day. He's really turned into a student of the game, and he's been one of our most consistent players defensively. And, uh, again, you know, we give up an explosive play, but to our defense's credit, we didn't stop playing in the blind pursuit. We were able to generate and force that turnover to really give us an opportunity at the end of the game. Um, in terms of Finley, uh, presents so many different challenges for you. First of all, uh, you know, his size and his stature, he may be the biggest player out there on the field, and uh, he's hard to tackle. He's hard to tackle one-on-one. He's able to see the pocket. He can push the ball down the field. He can make plays with his legs. He's played a lot of football. So, again, a very, very dynamic player uh, that really presents a unique amount of uh, issues and problems for you from a defensive standpoint. Last thing here from Butch Jones, and he talks about scouting the Bobcats and what maybe uh, A-State can take from some of these defenses so far this season that have been able to to shut them down or at least significantly limit them on offense. Well, I think, you know, that's part of the scouting process is, you know, you always go through your cut-ups and you go through your games and you see what people did and you get, get different ideas. But I think each game is unique in and of itself uh, because it's all about one-on-one matchups. And some teams you match up better than others. Um, so I think it really comes down to, you know, playing defense or really offense to the skill set of your players and what they can do. But yes, as a coach, you always look at, you know, what creates issues, how do they attack different things. That's all part of it. Again, that was A-State's Butch Jones ahead of uh, Saturday's game against Texas State. Again, Senior Day, you're going to hear that uh, those two words on this program about 40 times between now and Saturday. I hope everybody's cool with that. But I, I, I do want to point this out in terms of, of the A-State seniors because I thought this was really interesting. One, like it's we know this team is young. That's been the conversation all year. But I did see something that kind of indicated even more how, how young this team was. So A-State is going to be recognizing 11 seniors ahead of that game against Texas State. Again, 135 is when they will do the Senior Day Ceremony. But I went in and looked through here positionally. I thought it was really interesting. A-State is not losing more than one senior out of any one room with the exception of the offensive line, which of course is is a room just in in terms of like a pure numbers count, that's going to be one of your bigger rooms uh, on, on on a football team. Also, literally bigger rooms because those students are massive. But you look, you you've got one senior quarterback departing, one senior running back departing, one senior wide receiver departing, zero tight ends that are seniors, two senior offensive line linemen that are departing, one senior specialist that is departing, one senior defensive end that is departing, one senior interior defensive lineman that is departing. Not a single linebacker is going to be graduating. you got one corner, one safety also that are seniors and that are going to be departing. And that's it. Again, you, you, you just... Sometimes it's... There have definitely been growing pains with this youth for A-State. But... Man, the future is bright. There's no doubt about it. Let's step aside. We need to squeeze in a break. We'll come back and look around some of the other hot topics around college football. That is on the way next here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. 
The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Buy two, get one free during the huge Hunt Fest sale going on at the manliest store in Jonesboro, DNW Outdoors. The once-a-year sale you've been waiting for is here. If you can wear it, you can buy two, get one free. All apparel, boots, waders, all mix and match. Buy two, get one free. Check out these other unbelievable Hunt Fest specials. Mojo Baby Drake Motion Decoys worth $79.99, now $59.99. All motion decoys 10% off. Dakota Extreme Flockhead Mallard Decoys on sale and price too low to advertise. Buy any six. Boxes of decoys at DNW and save 10% off each box. DNW Outdoors, your local duck hunting headquarters, celebrating duck season with shotguns, decoys, waders, camo, ammo, and more at prices no other store can match. Don't miss the huge Hunt Fest. Buy two, get one free sale November the 13th through the 19th at the manliest store in Jonesboro. DNW Outdoors on Parker Road, just off the triple nickel bypass. DNW Outdoors, large enough to serve you, small enough to know you. Buy two, get one free today at DNW. It's the Kavanaugh Black Friday. Friday blowout going on now at Kavanaugh Ford. The biggest savings and best selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Get up to $10,000 off MSRP on a new 2023 Ford F-150 four-wheel drive. Or a new 2023 Ford Expedition. Now $6,500 off MSRP. Or drive off in a new 2023 Mustang Mach. Now to three grand off MSRP. Plus exclusive finance options and trade-in deals. During the Black Friday blowout at Kavanaugh Ford in Jonesboro or KavanaughFord.com. Hey, y'all, it's Brandon Baxter. And Bethania Beret Harrison from KJNB Northeast Arkansas News. And we're looking for the best eats in Northeast Arkansas in our brand new feature, North Eats Arkansas, presented by George Kell Motors. Check it out every Monday and Tuesday night on Northeast Arkansas News on CBS and Fox. And online at kjnbtv.com slash eats. My name is Khadija Watson. I've worked at Hydro for seven years. I'm the process specialist over the paint booth. The people are amazing to work with. I would love to retire with them. I've been here for seven years now. Not one day do I not come in here without a smile on my face. For over 75 years, Hytrol has created relationships and material handling technology that move the world. You can find out more at Hytrol.com. At Dirksen Hospice, we understand that every moment matters. In your time of need, we're here to provide support for you and your loved ones. Our dedicated team is committed to creating a caring and personal experience tailored to your unique needs all around Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's pain management, emotional support, or just a friendly face to talk to, we're here for you every step of the way. When you choose Dirksen Hospice, you're not just choosing a service, you're choosing a family. To learn more about our compassionate care, find us on Facebook, Dirksen Hospice, because you and your loved ones deserve the very best. Braxton was diagnosed with chloride plexus carcinoma, a brain tumor. St. Jude is helping us put away our fears. We have an amazing team that fights for the best outcome for Braxton. He has the best chance here. I don't have to worry that how much is that bag of fluid going to cost me? Can I afford it to save my child's life? The donations, they're paying for me to live every day with my son be stress-free and enjoy every day with him. I wish there was a word bigger than thank you, more close to the heart, because thank you's not enough. They've given me hope. They've given me my son. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Did you know when you donate a kidney, you give the gift of life? I had no idea you could donate an organ while you were still alive. If I'm born with two healthy kidneys but only need one, 
I'd do it again. Visit the National Kidney Foundation at kidney.org. Now you know. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Hey, welcome back. We're about 10 minutes out from a conversation with the voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. Very much looking forward to that. But in the meantime, uh, it's about to be, well, not about to be, for several programs that already is coaching carousel season around college football. And it seems like if you if you got a good coach, you get pulled into it, whether you want to be pulled into it or not. Um, I love, by the way, love coaching carousel season now that you know my team's not in it every single blessed year it's okay to to take a trip around the the carousel once every few years but you know when it happens every single year it gets it gets a little bit stressful but I don't I don't think that's going to be a position that Arkansas State is going to find itself in this season in the meantime though six current openings around college football and course that means a, a lot of names just thrown out there because that's what happens this time of year when teams have an opening it's just throw a bunch of names at a wall and see what sticks I, I do find it intriguing as always you know the number of of Sunbelt coaches that are mentioned uh, John Sumrall of Troy is going to be listed on all kinds of potential coaching lists especially in terms of SEC jobs, I've already heard his name mentioned uh, in, in terms of the Mississippi State opening. And again, who knows how feasible these candidates are. But again, that's that's what happens when there's an opening. People just start putting together a list of, of who could be next. So uh, his name is going to be on a few lists, to be sure. Jamie Chadwell of Liberty, his name has already been on a few lists. Same thing with Kurt Signetti of James Madison. So basically, I just hope I hope all of those ADs put together some really good contracts when those guys signed on. Because, look, coaches leave. It, it happens. Hopefully, they leave on purpose and you don't have to pay them $77.6 million to go away. I'd, I'd much rather they leave on purpose than having to write a check like that. But it is certainly that time of year. Let's go to the phones and shout at Trey. How are you? I'm good, Kara. Uh, kind of speaking off what you're uh, talking about right there with uh, Jamie Chadwell, uh, I had a buddy point this out to me earlier today. Did you see, uh, I don't know if you've seen a picture of it circulating, but Jamie Chadwell, uh, like whatever, posted or quoted a tweet or whatever, you know, when they do something on Wednesday nights, kind of like live with the Red Bulls. And when he posted that tweet, somebody posted his tweet and said, Coach, you might want to have your locations turned off. And he posted that tweet from Starkville, Mississippi. Yeah, he's trolling. <laughs> Almost undoubtedly. Because because here's the thing. Unless, unless Liberty's not off this weekend, are they? I don't believe so. There is not a coach in the country on a Tuesday night during a game week that is not at practice. I just found it really odd. I was like, okay, this is, you know, 
we are in that coaching carousel season, yes. but at the same time, if you're if you're tweeting out whether it's a you know a, a game week or a bye week that you and your location is turned on somewhere else, yeah, you're definitely going to be popping some eyebrows uh, around the country, wondering what you're exactly doing or what you're intended. Uh, intended purposes were behind it. Yeah, that's either that is either trolling or that is a doctored screenshot. I wouldn't be surprised if he's out there trolling because he's got he's kind of got liberty, kind of where Hugh Freeze had him a couple of years ago. So, but I would not be surprised that Mississippi State has not already reached out and made a phone call, as you were mentioning. They would if they're smart. They definitely would if they were smart. And I have a Mississippi State buddy who thinks that Mississippi State is going to go back in the Durant, uh, the fan, uh, the direction of Dan Mullen. And I said, oh, I don't know about that one. That's a reach. I've seen the name out there. But, again, at this point in time, when a coaching search is, is – when a coaching opening is fresh, that's all people are doing are just throwing out names. More often than not, there is absolutely zero substance behind them whatsoever. That is true. Out of kind of the top, I guess, like, you know, teams right now in the Sun Belt with James Madison and Troy, who do you think has probably the best chance of, you know, leaving if their name was uh, really in a strong consideration? Summerall. It's it's Summerall. Yeah. What about uh, how long has that James Madison had their coach? I don't know. I feel like Signetti's probably been there for somewhere in the neighborhood of, of five years or so, but I can pull that up really quick because I'm honestly not sure, and I, I haven't even thought to look. The knock on Signetti, which sucks for him, and it's it's through no fault of his own, is is he would be considered an elder statesman, and a lot of programs want to go young. He's 62. Which again is not—I oh, wow. I don't consider that old, but some people want what is what is considered to be a young up and comer or whatever. And he has actually been at the helm of James Madison for four years and eleven months to the day. So, what, what right is at five his buyout at JMU? I have no idea. I haven't looked at his contract. Probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> I. You know what? I honestly, it's probably not much. And the reason for that is, and that has nothing to do with their their AD, who clearly is a good one, and we can tell by the way he shepherded JMU in, into the Sun Belt and how much success they're having. But typically, when you get into you know year five of a contract, that buyout is pretty low, and that's almost across the board. You still you don't typically see two million dollar buyouts in year five of a contract. So I'm sure there was an extension uh, somewhere along the way. I mean, he won the the JMU won the. FCS championship his first year there surely there's been an extension somewhere along the way but still it's probably a a lower buyout but Trey we appreciate the phone call we got voice of the Red Wolves Matt Stoltz coming up absolutely can't wait can't wait to listen to old Mateo (laughs) I'll I'll tell him you said that thanks Trey all right y'all have a good one Kara you too we'll have some open phone lines to wrap up today's show but again voice of the Red Wolves Matt Stoltz coming up next right after the break here on the ticket Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also...
Experience meets innovation at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. After more than 135 years of servicing our East Arkansas communities, we are the region's largest independently owned bank. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas continues to invest in new products and services to best serve all our banking customers. This year, we've rolled out mobile pay technology, enabled mobile depositing from wherever you are, and a new Roundup savings feature to help you take charge of your savings. Come and see what's new at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC. Oh, no. Not again. Locked out? Jonesboro Lock and Key can get you in. Lose your key? We can even program you one on site and get you on the road in no time. Jonesboro Lock and Key is your trusted locksmith in Northeast Arkansas for auto, residential, and commercial locksmith services. Our skilled locksmiths can handle it all, even key fobs. The best part? We come to you. Jonesboro Lock and Key. Proud to be voted best of NEA four years in a row. Give Jonesboro Lock and Key a call. 870-219-3723. That's 870-219-3723. When a clinic sends a referral for your specialty services, you have a choice. The decision of where you receive care is yours. You can choose the only facility in eastern Arkansas to receive an A rating in patient safety by LeapFrog, delivering world-class care and an unmatched safety protocol. You have a choice in your health care provider. Choose NEA Baptist, where safety isn't a goal. It's a promise. Bradley with the pocket collapsing is set back at the 35-yard line, and that was Nate Morty with his second sack of the night. The Red Wolves look to become bowl eligible Saturday as they host Texas State on Senior Day. And you can hear it all on your home for A-State football, 107.9 K-5. Coverage begins at noon with the Arkansas Ford Dealers Tailgate Show. That's followed by the Centennial Bank pregame show at 1 and kickoff at 2 o'clock. And stay tuned after the game for Wolf House, presented by Baird Auto Group, live from the Embassy Suites Jonesboro. A-State football is sponsored in part by Central Baptist Church, First Quality Roofing, Tedder Equipment, Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody Harrelson, NEA Home Improvements, Poinsett Turf Grass Company, Cornerstone Caregiving, You Break I Fix, Purcell Tire and Service Center, Glen Sane Motors, Discount Metal Roofing, WT Equipment, and Farmers and Merchants Bank. Hey! Yo! This is my grandson. Today is his 18th birthday. When I was 18, ladies used to think I was fine. Uh, He's a smart guy, but I thought he could use a little advice today. Start putting away some money. Call your mother. You need to sign up with the Selective Service System. Save money, call mom, and register with SSN. Hey, Grandpa, this boy got that police head. The kind that roll up and stop wherever he wants to. Be the man. Register with the Selective Service System today at SSS.gov. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan still hanging out. But join this segment by voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. Hi. Hi. Were you ever in band? No, never okay. was. All right. Just wanted to make sure, just wanted to ask if you were ever going to treat us to, you know, a, a drum solo since you've always had An one. An air drum solo? Sure. I'll work that in next week. Yeah, we'll get cameras in the studio one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> I actually hope not on that. Uh, let's see. There's there's a ton going on for Arkansas State Athletics right now, but let's flash back, I guess, before we flash forward. Um, it was... 
close Saturday at South Alabama. Certainly significantly closer than that matchup last year, but ultimately A-State coming up a, a touchdown short. The, your key takeaways from, from that setback Saturday. Well, I think that when you look at the big picture, you kind of take a step back and look at just how far this team has come in a very short amount of time. I was talking with Coach Jones Sunday morning when we were doing the TV show, and he said that Coach Womack had some really nice things to say after the game, and then a couple of their assistants actually came over after the game and said some very positive things about how much our team has improved and just the strides that we've taken in a short amount of time and just how how uh, hard our guys played. I think that tells you a lot about just the trajectory of this program now and the strides it's been able to take. But, uh, yeah, when you're that close, obviously you would have liked to have found a way to have pulled that game out and you look at a lot of the key categories and total yards were basically even we actually had four more first downs in that game than they did but I think it came down to third downs Mm -hmm. you know we were just two for 13 in that game and we didn't have a a whole lot of third and manageable situations like we did the week before when we were so good on third down against the Cajuns and then red zone opportunities I think were huge too because each team had two trips inside the red zone South Alabama came away with two touchdowns in their two trips we came away with three points out of those two trips and that difference goes a long way in a game that was settled by just one score so I think that you look back at those two things they kind of stand out we've been so good on special teams this year and to see the uh two miscues there allowing the fa- the fake pun and then the running into the kicker at the end of the game uh, I think you'll look back at those as well but hey I, I think uh, I think there's still a lot of really positive things to look at when you see this football team and hey our defense played well yeah. enough to win that game you go on the road against a senior laden team with that much experience and you hold them to 21 points on their home field um, I think that says a lot. I mean, that that's going to win you a lot of football games when you do that. So uh, I, I still really like our team coming down the stretch, and, and uh, I think there's, uh, there's definitely a lot of hope as far as this team uh, getting into the postseason. With with the defense, it's been it's been fun to see the growth because it's been kind of twofold. On the one hand, it's just a steadier, more consistent defense, which is good. On the other hand, we're starting to see more and more playmakers emerge in, in big moments. And there was another game where Eddie Smith had had a big a big takeaway. Yeah, he came up with the fumble recovery after Travion Thomas forced that fumble late in the game. We had to have it at that point because South Alabama. Yeah, I think there were six minutes left in the game, and they were already up two scores. So we had to get the football back, and it was great to see our guys go for the ball there and be able to get that takeaway, uh, which which was great to see. And then I thought another guy that really stood out was Nate Marty. And, you know, he's been a guy that has really emerged this year after transferring from Princeton in the offseason you know we've needed some guys to step up in the interior part of that defensive line and you know we've been thin at that position but Nate Marty's a guy that has really taken charge and played a whole lot of snaps at defensive tackle this year and for him to have two sacks and 
three and a half tackles for a loss in that game. That was really, really big. And happy for him and happy that that defensive front has taken the strides that it has this year because it's really been a key part of the success of the team. Coming up Saturday, A-State with the opportunity to get bowl eligible, to do it at home, but they got to get past Texas State. When you look at Texas State in, in games where they're having success, they're putting up a bazillion points on the board. But there yeah. have been some some opponents that have been able to limit them them offensively. What what is A State going to have to do against Bobcat Saturday? Well, I think that you got to find a way to slow them down offensively. Number one, and take them uh, take them out of their rhythm. Teams that have been able to do that have had success and. Uh, even a team like ULM, I mean, they had them on the ropes in San Marcos. Yeah. And Texas State was able to rally late and win what was a low-scoring game. It was 21-20. to 20. But if you can take them out of their rhythm offensively, I think that's big. They still lead the conference in total offense and scoring offense. And what's impressive when you look at the other side of the ball, defensively, they – cause a lot of pressure and you know they're second in the country right now in tackles for a loss they're averaging eight and a half tackles for a loss per game so that tells you a lot about how they've been able to get into opposing backfields this year so there's a lot of things that really stand out uh, about this texas state team and how they've been able to improve this year under a first year head coach and 44 fbs transfers that they brought in (laughs) Uh, during the course of the off season, you know, just getting ready for this game. There's not too many names that we recognize from years past, especially when you look at the offensive side of the ball. This one is going to kick off at two on Saturday at Centennial Bank Stadium. The seniors will be recognized at one thirty-five. I know you caught up with one of those seniors at Sammy Johnson earlier this week for the podcast. Yeah, well, what an outstanding young man. And I've always interviewed, you know, enjoyed our interviews with Sammy over the years and always has a smile on his face. And we got into some good stuff with Sammy yesterday and just why he decided to stay during the coaching change. And he was a starter in his second year here back in 2020, uh, the, the last year with coach Anderson. And, you know, when, when that staff left, you know, he had to decide what he was going to do going forward. And he said, look, I want to be at Arkansas state He had a good conversation right away with Coach Jones. Coach let him know, hey, you can be a big part of this team going forward. And he has. Not only on the field, he's turned into one of the most consistent players that we have, but he's been a big part of kind of changing that culture around the football facility. And I I just uh, have really, really enjoyed watching Sammy over the years. You always know what you're going to get, a guy that plays extremely hard every single snap that he's out there. And He's a playmaker as well, and you know he's got six interceptions in his career. He does not have one this year, and there's nothing I'd love to see more yeah. than him get one and return one on senior day. It'd be pretty cool. Again, 135 is when they will recognize the seniors. You're going to add on to? Well, no, I, I just think that it, it's, a, it, it's a pretty special story with him and Jeff Foreman because those are the two fifth-year guys yeah. that uh, – have been through this entire process. They were with the previous staff for two years, and now uh, the last three years with Coach Jones. They were part of the last bowl team in 2019 You know when we went and uh, had that team that won the Camellia Bowl. So it would 
be really cool. You know, you have the rebuilding period in between, but for those two guys to bookend their career, winning a bowl game uh, in 2019 and then in their final year going back to a bowl game this year would be a, a great story. Yeah, quick heads up. We're going to talk with Jeff Foreman on the Arkansas Four Dealers tailgate show on Saturday. Fantastic. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, between now and Saturday, of course, we've got a couple different trips to First National Bank Arena that are that are scheduled, and that includes tonight with the Red Wolves taking on Alcorn State. Just your thoughts from from how the first two games have unfolded for A-State. Well, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how our guys make adjustments defensively. I think that they did show some better things on that end of the floor at Bowling Green as opposed to the Wisconsin game. There weren't as many easy buckets in that game, so there was some improvement there. I know you brought it up in the uh, Zoom call with Coach Hodson yesterday, just uh, the, the fact that they've gotten off to slow starts in each of the first two games, and it'll be great if they can come out and get off to a fast start tonight. I think that that will give them a lot of confidence going forward instead of having to try to play catch-up the entire night. And you want to get off to a good start because this is a good team in their league. I mean, Alcorn State has won the SWAC in the regular season each of the last two years. So uh, they're they're a talented team once again this year. They play a challenging schedule in the non-conference, just like you see with pretty much any SWAC team that's out there. They play a lot of difficult teams uh, in the non-conference, but – Look, it should be a challenge tonight, but hopefully we can get that first win. Have you got your DeMario Davis bobblehead reserved? Not yet, no. I know everybody wants one, though. I feel like you should you should get to pull some rank on that. <laughs> well, I'm not way. saying I'm, I'm not going to try to pull every string <laughs> I can, but I don't have it reserved yet. Okay, all right. Well, whoever's listening in the A-State admin <laughs> office, Holler at your boy Matt Stoltz. He he needs one of those in his That's office. That's right. To go with what? Some Mavs bobbleheads. Got some Mavs bobbleheads. Some Ranger bobbleheads in there. Need to get you. My bobblehead collection isn't quite as as good as yours, though. Well, I mean, sometimes you got to put a little effort into it. It's been a while since I've added on to it. <laughs> we'll see if we can make that happen this weekend. Thanks for hanging out with us, Stolte. Absolutely. We will step aside for one more break, come back and wrap up a Tuesday edition of the Workday Red Zone right after this here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Buy two, get one free. During the huge hunt fest sale going on at the manliest store in Jonesboro, DNW Outdoors. The once-a-year sale you've been waiting for is here. If you can wear it, you can buy two, get one free. All apparel, boots, waders, all mix and match. Buy two, get one free. Check out these other unbelievable hunt fest specials. Mojo Baby Drake Motion Decoys were $79.99, now $59.99. All motion decoys 10% off. Dakota Extreme Flockhead Mallard Decoys on sale and price too low to advertise. 
Buy any six boxes of decoys at DNW and save 10% off each box. DNW Outdoors, your local duck hunting headquarters, celebrating duck season with shotguns, decoys, waders, camo, ammo, and more at prices no other store can match. Don't miss the huge hunt fest. Buy two, get one free sale November the 13th through the 19th at the manliest store in Jonesboro. DNW Outdoors on Parker Road just off the triple nickel bypass. DNW Outdoors, large enough to serve you, small enough to know you. Buy two, get one free today at DNW. Hi, this is Jordan Kohler, owner at Roof Raiders. At Roof Raiders, every job is a mission for us. Whenever you call, day or night, we're always on duty, always ready to respond fast. We treat your project like a priority because it is. When Mother Nature is at its worst, the team at Roof Raiders is at our best. So call Roof Raiders for your roof or go to roofraiders.com and discover why we're NEA's first and finest choice. Roof Raiders. Always on top. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads. And when it needs to be repaired, go with the locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection. 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085 or online at roofraiders.com. Our family has been in the car business for almost 70 years. In that time, a lot of things have changed. One thing that has stayed the same is our commitment to customer service. At Glen Sains, our inventory is growing every day. Between all of our four stores, we'll have 400 units in stock at any given time. Whether you're looking to buy GMC, Chevrolet, Buick, or Ford, we look forward to serving you and your family for years to come. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Need top-notch farming and lawn gear? Visit First Choice Farm and Lawn, your Kubota dealer in Brooklyn. We get your need for reliable equipment. That's why we offer precision Kubota machinery for any task. From seasoned farmers to green-thumbed homeowners, we are working to keep you working. Find your Kubota match at First Choice Farm and Lawn on Highway 49 in Brooklyn. Achieve your goals faster with our Kubota inventory and top-notch service. Call 870-790-2301 or drop by today. Your trusted Kubota dealer, First Choice. Farm and Lawn. Hey, Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey, why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can. But it's just as important to take time for yourself. AARP can help. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org caregiving. That's aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's the home stretch here on the ticket. So last call on the Riot Fiber Hotline, last call on the KavanaughCars.com question. What will be A-State football's record in its final two games? 
43.8% of you to be specific today say A-State is going to go one and one. Uh, and while ultimately I would I would love to and oh for, I mean, just obviously because I'm a homer, uh, one and one would be enough. It would get A-State bowling. I, I am on board with that. Now there are 35% of you that say the Red Wolves are going to close out the season by going 2-0. and And uh, sure, sign me up for that one. Uh, however, 21% of you say the Red Wolves will go over to close out the season versus Texas State and at Marshall. That question is brought to you every day by our friends at KavanaughCars.com where they've already got some Black Friday deals going on. Yes, uh, Black Friday is, what, 10, 11 days away, but it's certainly already time to start putting together your, your Christmas shopping list, whether that's for uh, somebody in your life or just, you know, maybe maybe for you. Maybe Black Friday is a great time for you to treat yourself to a new or new-to-you ride. And, of course, they've got all the tools there at CavanaughCars.com to make that happen. And uh, that includes their full inventory as well as all of the things you need to do to get your financing taken care of, such as getting pre-approved for your payments, uh, calculating those payments, uh, finding out what your trade-in is worth and more. It's all there for you at KavanaughCars.com. Obviously, we'll talk more this week on how A-State can perhaps get bowl eligible with a win against Texas State in terms of what the Red Wolves would have to do in that matchup to make sure that it would happen. Uh, there was, do you want to mention this before before we get out of here? Certainly want to talk about some big news today in terms of Arkansas State University overall. And it is that, well, the system will soon be on the hunt for its next president. Dr. Chuck Welch has been named the American Association of State colleges and universities uh, president. So he is going to be taking over that role effective January the 15th of 2024. Um, Dr. Welch has been pretty good at multitasking throughout his his career at A-State, but uh, that's not a job you can multitask. So he will be departing uh, the ASU system. He was named the second president of the ASU system in November of 2010 and officially began that position in 2011. So he's going to leave as the longest tenured higher education president or chancellor in Arkansas. Uh, There's going to be a board of trustees meeting for the ASU system tomorrow as they start to discuss plans to identify his successor. But that is uh, something big, big on the horizon for Arkansas State overall and certainly something to keep tabs on over the next few months 9303776 is the number to call if you want to get the last word on today's show uh looking around at some additional news and notes we mentioned way back at the beginning of the program that we are going to have some grizzlies hoops for you coming up tonight it is going to be a late night because Memphis is playing at the L.A. Lakers. So that one's not going to tip off until 9.30. And that means your pregame coverage is going to happen at 9 o'clock. But it will be an opportunity to catch both the Grizz and then also Austin Reeves in action. So if you're if you're like I am and the Grizzlies are your team, but that's your favorite player, then tonight is, is the perfect matchup for you. Uh, other than the fact it's it's going to start pretty late. I have not checked the Grizzlies PR reports today. 
because it makes me nervous <laughs> to do so because it seems like every time I look at that list, there's there are more and more grizzlies on it in terms of, of health status. So let's see if we can pull up yesterday's health report, status report, and at least... Well, I was going to say it's a shorter list than it was, but it's not. Uh, Xavier Tillman is is questionable as he recovers from a left knee injury, of course. Stephen Adams out for the season. John Moran out for another 15 or so games. Clark is out for much longer. Jackson out with on the two-way transfer. LaRavia, G League assignment. Rose, left knee injury recovery. But I guess at least they didn't have to take like a screenshot like they have been doing and posting that. So uh, baby steps, baby steps on maybe at some point in time getting this Grizzlies team healthy. Heavy emphasis on the maybe. You start to wonder if it's if it's ever if it's ever going to happen. Memphis is, of course, coming off a win. They were able to top the Clippers uh, a couple of nights back. That was in L.A. So maybe this team can get a little bit of of momentum. You'd certainly like to see it, but uh, it's just been tough, tough so far this season for the Grizzlies. Just two and eight, and you felt like you know maybe they could have navigated the the Morant suspension all right. Maybe they could have navigated uh, the health situations all right. But it's really tough to navigate both of those at the same time when you're just down so many bodies, and that's what Memphis has been dealing with. Otherwise, uh, not too much breaking news out there. No coaches have been fired today, <laughs> at least that, that I know of. Uh, no, uh, nobody is, has changed jobs yet with two games left in the regular season that I know of. But the coaching carousel is going to continue to heat up and, and spin quite a bit over these next few weeks, and it will be, it will be fun to watch. Coming up tomorrow on the show, 12.30. Have it with us. Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones is going to be uh, on the phone with us getting ready for that home finale for A-State football. 1230 Butch Jones. Very excited for that conversation as we see what's next for the Red Wolves as they get ready for 2023 regular season. But that's a wrap for us for today's show. Thank you to everybody who called, commented, texted, tweeted. And, of course, a big thank you to Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, for swinging by and hanging out with us. You can hear his chat uh, coming up later at 953theticket.com. Keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next, followed by The Drive with Kate and Wes at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budrow and Randy at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. We'll return tomorrow for more of the Workday Red Zone. This today. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.